princess welcome back to another episode of princess chronicle i am so glad to share with you today thank you so much for being here to listen i so greatly appreciate you please know that you can visit us on social media at warrior princess nation and also you can visit our website warriorprincessnation.com come hang out with us share in the community uh, send us some feedback let us know um, if there's anything you would like us to discuss or talk about and also how we can be praying for you we greatly appreciate it hope you enjoy today and let's go so princess i have one question for you today are you free i mean like are you really really free and i know what you may be thinking of course i'm free i'm a grown princess right um but there's a difference between between being grown and free and i kind of discovered this uh the hard way like i do almost every lesson that i learn i like to take the very um, what do you call that um, adventurous route in learning lessons? And I think I always have since I was a small princess. So I was having a, uh, a fight with my husband a, maybe a couple of years ago, maybe a year or so. Uh, and when I say fight, I don't mean a very physical fight. I mean one of those heated discussions, you know, one of those types. And here's the deal. I... <clears throat> excuse me, I had uh, made some plans, some arrangements. Now, I know what you're saying, what was there to fight about, right? Well, that's what I thought. But here's the deal. I made arrangements and plans for us to go out of town for about four days. Okay, let me just be honest. It was more than out of town. It was actually out of the state for about four days except for one minor detail. I forgot to notify my husband. Yep, you got it. I made plans for us to leave the state and go on vacation and I failed to check in to make sure he could get off work. I failed to ask if he even wanted to go. I failed all of that. And when he got upset about it, uh, I got offended. Yeah, I know. I got offended that he got upset that I didn't tell him we were going on vacation for four days. How silly of me. Yeah, yeah. But I'm like, I can make arrangements to go on uh, vacation. Why? Because I am a grown woman and I can do what I want to do. I'm free to do whatever. <laughs> and what I discovered uh, at least after the heated discussion, because in the midst of it, I was sticking to my ground. I could do whatever I wanted to do. But it was after the discussion, the heated discussion, after the argument settled down, after, and that one took a couple of days, by the way, after we got to the place where we could actually look at one another again without being ticked off, after we got to that place, then God began to deal with my heart. And Nikisha, what is freedom? Are you really free? So that's what I uh, propose to you today. What is freedom? What is exactly this thing that we call freedom? I mean, everywhere we see it. Uh, we've just had 4th of July where we did independence. I mean, in the United States, we are the most independent 
uh, nation there is. We, you know, want to be isolated. Everybody, this individualism, I can do it myself. I'm my own person. I don't need you um, type of mentality that we have in the United States that is not, I mean, we would think it's everywhere, but that's not so. There's nations that are so family oriented and every decision that's made is made regarding how this will impact and affect the family. But for us that grew up here in the United States, that's just not so. And it's, I'm an, I'm, I'm an adult, I'm grown. I get to make whatever decision I get to make and I have the freedom to do so. I, I'm not in this place of bondage. I'm not living in this, um, country that doesn't give me the freedom to do so i live in the united states of america and there is certain liberties and freedoms that i get to enjoy and i'm free to do so so if i'm free to do so guess what i'm going to do i'm going to do so and so after that discussion i just begin to sit with god and go well god means I could do whatever I want, right? That's freedom. Freedom means I have a right to do what it is I want to do. And God goes, uh, think again. And, and I had to wrestle with that for a moment. Like, well, I am free, right? I don't, I don't live in back in the time and era in which it would have been difficult for my ancestors and I don't, um, you know, I've gotten to, I've gotten to a point where I feel like I am free. Like, you know, I am, I said, I'm no longer a slave to sin, right? Christ Jesus has set me free. So of course I'm free to do whatever it is that I want to do. And there was a pause as I sat with that for a moment. And what I realized is, yes, I am been set free. Christ has definitely set us free. But he set us free to do what? And freedom is just not an all-out pass to do whatever it is that we wanted to do. Yes, it's freedom. But what I do with that freedom matters so much. And even though I've been given freedom, and even though I may be grown, I don't get to impose my freedom on someone else. And that's the problem I see in our culture, in our society. What I see is that another person's freedom, whether or not it's their self-imposed freedom, one that's been granted to them by government, whatever it is, is I will take my freedom and I will impose that freedom on someone else's freedom because my freedom matters more. And that's exactly what I was doing with my husband. I had the freedom to make the decision that I wanted to go on vacation. And because I wanted to go on vacation and I needed him to drive me to the place that I wanted to go, then I imposed my freedom on his right to be free. And we see this everywhere in our society where we, our freedoms are imposed on. If I have a freedom or a belief in something and this other individual's belief is different than mine and there is five people that agree with them, then I must be the one in the wrong and their freedom 
and liberties are now imposed upon me and my beliefs. And so what I'm called to do is shrink or make my beliefs different so theirs can be more important. And that's not freedom. Freedom means I am free to be who Christ has called me to be. I'm free to live in that. But with that freedom holds responsibility. With that freedom holds this accountability. So what exactly is freedom? Well, biblical freedom is I have been set free from the bondage of sin. And in Galatians chapter 5, verse 1, Paul writes this. um, It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then and do not let yourselves be burdened again by the yoke of slavery or bondage, right? He's saying, look, Christ has set you free, but you have this obligation with this freedom to stand firm in it and not allow yourself again to be in bondage. So it means protecting the freedom that God has given us. But what most people do is we start there in Galatians chapter 5 and later on he gets to starting talking about the fruit of the spirit, the life that's within the spirit and the life according to our flesh. And that's later. And we love Galatians chapter 5 for that reason, because by all means, we're free and we're free to follow after God. But Paul's, because I always say this, the Bible is not written in chapter and verses The Bible is written in letters and scrolls. And so we oftentimes will miss a context of something because we don't look before the verse and then after the verse. And so what I want us to do is kind of back up and look at, well, what was what brought Paul to this uh, conversation, this topic of freedom? Well, yes, he's talking to the church of, um, of Galatia, but he's he started off by talking about two women. Hagar and Sarah, two Old Testament women who were very different, but had something very much so in common. You see, Hagar was a servant of Sarah. She was the maidservant of Sarah. And we probably, or most of you know the story, uh, Abraham and Sarah could not have a child. God promised them to have a child. Sarah got a little bit anxious, got ahead of God, told Abraham, sleep with my hand servant. Maybe by her, I could have a baby. He did so because, of course, who wouldn't? What man wouldn't when their wife says, go ahead? And so he did. He sleeps with Hagar. She becomes pregnant. She gives birth to Ishmael. And um, then Sarah gets jealous. So here is Ishmael. He is the firstborn son of Abraham. Surely now he's the heir because in those days, the firstborn was always heir to everything the father owned. And then God told Abraham, Ishmael will not be your heir. And Sarah was jealous anyway at this point. Why? Because she couldn't give her husband something that her handmaid had given him which was a son, a child. And so later on, as Ishmael grew up and Sarah felt more and more that Hagar was um, 
being contentious and almost like sticking it in Sarah's face like I gave him a child and you could not and in those days um, it was women felt ashamed if they could not give their husbands children uh, if they were barren and so Sarah's like all right it's time for her to go now Abraham you need to get rid of her I yeah she caused the issue but she you know she made plans for Abraham that was not the plan that God had for him and then after it blew up in her face she wanted Abraham to send her away which he did he yet again listened to his wife and he he sent her away and it took some time but God allowed Abraham and Sarah to have a son and they have Isaac and they are elated about Isaac Isaac is the son of promise Isaac is the one and of course, we know the story, Abraham, God tests Abraham, he tells him to sacrifice Isaac, and he goes, and God provides a ram in the bush, so he doesn't. But what, what uh, Paul is talking about is these two women, they both have sons, and rightfully so, their sons have an inheritance in their father. The firstborn should have the greatest inheritance, receive the greater honor, the greater blessing. But he was the son of a slave woman. Isaac was the son of a free woman. And so that the covenant would not be passed down the lineage of that which was in bondage, was enslaved. God passed the lineage down to the second born of Abraham. To a woman who was free the liberties that came with freedom. See, Ishmael was always going to be the son of a slave woman. And Isaac was always going to be the son of a free woman. And God chose to send down his lineage through that which is freedom. Open us up to the understanding that this freedom and this liberty would come this child that was promised just as Jesus who is the son of promise and in Christ there are all of these freedoms and liberties so he pulls us all the way down to Galatians chapter 5 verse 1 that it is for freedom did you say it is for freedom that Christ has set us free. He set us free for freedom. For the sake of freedom, you've been set free. Now it's the play on word here because freedom and free should go together. But no, what he's saying is I have released the bonds that were placed on you. So the bondage in which you were born into, sin, I have released those from you so that you would have freedom. Why? Because the wages of sin we know is death, right? So God says, I'm going to give you freedom. I'm going to give you eternal life. But in order for me to give you that freedom of eternal life, I first have to set you free from the bondage of sin. So he does. He sets us free. And just like that heated discussion with my husband, I had to realize 
that I have been set free for the sake of freedom, but that freedom had boundaries. In the context of marriage, it had boundaries. And another part of scripture, Paul says, you may be free, but if you take your freedom and you misuse that freedom, then you're not really free. We're not free to just do whatever it is that we want to do. That freedom has boundaries. We have responsibility to that freedom. So yes, you are grown princess. Yes, you can do whatever it is that you want to do. But there are going to be consequences to every action. So don't be surprised if you enter into a heated discussion, even if it's with yourself or with God, because you chose to take your freedom out of context. Look, I have been set free. You have been set free for the sake of being able to walk in the freedom that God has given us. But it has a perimeter. It is to be used for the glory of God. And so that the world will see that we are no longer bound by sin. And this is why you get later in Galatians where he starts talking about, you know, that the, there is the, the life, the fruit of the spirit that brings life. And then the fruit of our flesh that brings bondage. Again, he's using the same context of being bound and being free. Our flesh keeps us bound. And when I made those plans without my husband, without consulting him, and when I got offended that he was upset about me making those plans without asking him, guess what I was operating from? Yep, my flesh. I was operating solely out of my flesh. And my flesh wanted what it wanted, wanted what it wanted in that moment. And that was the freedom, or so I thought, to go where I wanted to go and do what I wanted to do without being told no. I, didn't, I wanted my freedom, but I didn't want any boundaries. I didn't want any parameters. And I didn't care how he felt as long as I got what I wanted. That's us. God, I'm not really concerned about how you feel as long as I get what I want. And what I want is this very thing I've been asking you for that you've been telling me no for the long time. Well, I am free to get it. So guess what I do? I go out and get it. And then when it blows up in my face, I come running back to God and say, oh, God, I'm so sorry. Why did you let me have this thing? Why did you give this to me? Right. We make excuses for the things that we we have or we misuse. Right. Going right back to the Garden of Eden. Eve gets the fruit she knows the drill god says don't eat it you got all these other trees with all this other fruit eat that but don't eat these two so she does she eats he says don't eat from the knowledge the tree of the knowledge of good and evil that's what he said and she does why because the serpent told her to the serpent deceived her yep it's good look at it you really want that you want that extra scoop of ice cream, although you know your cholesterol is too high. You want to indulge in that thing, although you know your credit cards are already maxed out. 
You want to be able to go on vacation because all of your other princesses in your community are going on vacation. So you have a right to do so. You work hard. How about you just go ahead and do what you want to do? Why? Because you are grown. You have the freedom to do so. And then it backfires. The credit card bill shows up and we don't have enough money to pay for it. Our cholesterol gets even higher and maybe we end up in the hospital because our heart can't take it. And yes, we go out on vacation, but maybe something tragic happens while we're out there. And oh no, God, why did you allow these things to happen? You were free. And in your freedom, you made some decisions without weighing the consequences of that actions. And so Eve takes that fruit, eats it, gives it to her husband. He also eats it. That's a whole nother topic, by the way. He also eats it. And then their eyes are open and they can see the good and the evil in one another. So instead of going to God and say, oh, God, I'm so sorry. I messed up. I took my freedom and my liberty and I chose to do what I wanted to do in my own flesh. And now here I am and I'm afraid and I'm hiding from you and it's a hot mess. No. They covered themselves up. They hid from God. And when God came and exposed them, what did they do? Oh, they blamed everyone else except taking responsibility. Adam, well, it was this woman you gave me, God. You gave me this woman. And I listened to her. And the woman says, well, one me it was really this serpent. And by the way, you created him too. So it was everybody's fault but their own. So with freedom comes the responsibility so I'll ask again are you free are you really free because being free for the sake of freedom doesn't mean you get to do whatever it is that you want to do being free for the sake of freedom means you've been released from the penalty of sin you've been released from the bondage of your flesh. And now I am free to operate in the things of God. I am free to love on people the way God says I should love them. I am free to give to people who need me to give to them. I am free to sit down and allow my flesh to go away and not be subject to everything my flesh wants to do. I have those freedoms and liberties in Christ and so do you. But like Paul says, don't don't take that liberty for granted and don't go around imposing your freedom on everyone else. You have been set free and maybe they haven't gotten there yet. Maybe they are not set free and maybe we are free to pray for them. We are free to go pray for those who might not agree with us. We are free to go intercede for them. Those are our freedoms. So when I say what is freedom? It's just that. It's freedom. It's an umbrella that God spreads over those that love him. It's I am not bound by the things of this world. I'm not bound by my sin. I'm not bound by whatever it is that enemy says I should be doing. I have the freedom to surrender to God. We have the freedom to do so. And that, my friend, is true freedom. That is true freedom.
the fact that I don't have to do everything my flesh says it needs for me to do, that is ultimately when we know we are free. Thank you for hanging out with me today, princess. And I pray that you go forth and you realize how free you are in Christ Jesus and that you uh, use that freedom wisely. Um, let me go ahead and I would like to pray for us uh, today before we close out. Jesus, we thank you so much that you have set us free. And I thank you that freedom came at a great cost, your very life. And Father, I, I just, I give your name praise that you were willing to surrender your son to, for my freedom and for the freedom of every princess that is listening to this today. And Father, I pray that you allow us to understand that the freedoms that we have been given are not to be taken advantage of, that you have set us free for the sake of freedom. And with that, you have a plan. With that freedom, you have a purpose. And I pray that you give us the ability to walk in the freedoms in which you've given unto us and that we are res held responsible for the things that we do in that freedom, but that we are free to love those who are yet to be set free. We thank you and we honor you today, Lord. It's in your precious name, in the name of Christ Jesus, we pray. Amen. Well, Princess, I pray that you enjoy uh, the rest of your day, evening, whichever you are listening to this podcast. Please uh, go join us on our social media sites, Facebook, Instagram. We would love to hear from you. Let us know if you are enjoying the podcast. Feel free to support um, an episode. You can definitely do that. Uh, support an episode. Check out our website. Hang out with us. We are a community. We want to support one another. And um, I love you. I just wanted to tell you that I absolutely adore and love you. Thanks so much again for hanging out. Go in peace. God bless you.